0: Welcome to The Best Job in South Dakota. I'm your host, Rebecca Blue. And I'm Chris Church. Chris, can you believe it? We finished season two. But before we do a little recap, let's check in. How are you doing?
1: I am exhilarated. Oh. I've been sled riding. Nice. I've been bombing down the slopes on my flexible flyer.
0: Oh, man. Who doesn't love playing in the snow? Remember our guest, Kelly Sayre, a National Weather Service meteorologist? Man, she nailed her prediction for a white Christmas in South Dakota.
1: Yes, she did. Though we did forget to ask her if there would be gale force winds.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, it was a little tricky getting home from Grandma's on Christmas Eve, but Christmas Day itself was a perfect day to just stay inside with family. But back to your sled ride. When we were preparing to talk to SDSU dairy professor, Dr. Manisha Mohan, you mentioned that one of your favorite uses of dairy was for hot chocolate after
1: sled riding. Correct, you are. I've been indulging. Fortunately, I got a big tin of cocoa powder for Christmas. So oh. there's been plenty of post sledding hot cocoa this season.
0: Nice. Well, Now that we're midway through February, I'm wondering, how are you doing on your New Year's resolution?
1: Oh, I'm ahead of schedule. Yes, you'll remember I vowed that my garden this year would be entirely composed of plants and vegetables that I've never grown before. And as luck would have it, our nation's preeminent weather prognosticator, Punxsutawney Phil, did not see his shadow, and thus he has proclaimed, an early spring is on the way. Now, apparently, the garlic bulbs that I put in the ground in early November got the message. They've already sprouted shoots through the soil. Oh, wow. But beyond that, our season two guests have inspired me with ideas for seed varieties that will be making their debut appearances this growing season.
0: Well, did you make good on your vow to buy some seeds from the South Dakota Agricultural Heritage Museum when we were talking with our guest, Director Gwen McCausland?
1: Indeed, I did. I ordered and received Russian pickling cucumber seeds. Nice. But there was a delay in receiving them because apparently when I mentioned it, there was a run on these seeds. Oh, I'm sure. And they ran out of stock. Mm-hmm. But they made up for it, sent me two packs. Oh, And I'm excited to plant these. They, these seeds reportedly were brought to South Dakota by Black Sea Germans in the 1870s. Wow. So I'm going to have some good heritage pickles.
0: Well, I look forward to trying them. Well, were you also inspired by our guest, Connie Johnson, the Veterans Affairs Coordinator and owner of Freedom Acres South Dakota Flower Farm?
1: What Connie is doing for veterans is truly inspirational. It really is. But during our conversation, we were talking about flowers, and I recognized, I don't need just new vegetables, I need new flower varieties. So I've purchased some coleus seeds and have started them indoors, and will be transferring them. Once things warm up, nice.
0: Well, you implied that you would be growing a new variety of pumpkin this year when we were talking with Nicole Crouchin, owner of Spearfish Valley Produce, who has over 40 varieties in her pick your own pumpkin patch. Are you going to have at least one?
1: Oh, I am. I won't be doing 40. <laughs> I don't have the acreage that Nicole has, but I did purchase a packet of Blue Moon pumpkin seeds. Oh. So this year I'll be carving a blue pumpkin. Oh, nice.
0: Well, will there be blue pumpkin pie?
1: I guess if you include the rind. Well,
0: I will be making a blue pumpkin pie, a Rebecca blue pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now when we talk to SDSU horticulturalist, Dr. Christine Lang, you went on and on and on about saving seeds from the produce you bought at grocery stores, but of varieties that you hadn't grown before. How is that coming along?
1: I'm making some progress. Every time I hit the supermarket, I look for obscure tomato and pepper varieties that I haven't grown. So I've been collecting seeds, but I'm also following Christine's advice on taking care of my holiday poinsettia plant. I have visions of propagating that one for next season. Nice.
0: Well, you've been ambitious, but I am wondering about some of your other inspirations, right? When we were talking with Michelle Grosick, owner of Bear Butte Gardens, she talked about raising heritage turkeys. And at one point, you suggested that you thought you should raise a turkey. How's that going?
1: Well, that's going slowly. (laughs) But I also made a big deal about how the best use of leftover turkey was for turkey pot pies. And I've had plenty of pot pies since talking to Michelle. In fact, for Christmas, I also got another gift, which was a set of ceramic pot pie baking dishes. Oh, nice. So leftovers don't go to waste. They end up in delicious pot pies in my house.
0: Mm, delicious. Well, one of your other pipe dreams was to get a loan from Justine Rivard, senior ag lender at Black Hills Federal Credit Union, for a tractor for your imaginary apple orchard. Any progress there?
1: Well, you know, they say the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So I've taken that first step. I've saved some seeds from a apple that I had recently. It was a Konzi apple. I've never heard of that before. What's that? I wasn't familiar with it either. And it really wasn't the best apple I've ever had. But I looked into it. Turns out it came from Holland. Hmm. So... I guess it's great for Dutch apple pie. <laughs> now, now, I did actually germinate the seeds.
0: Oh, nice. And wow. I,
1: I've planted them indoors, but, you know, I'll have to transfer those outside. Right. But, you know, when you plant an apple seed, you're not necessarily going to get a good tasting apple. So check back with me in two years because I'll be grafting a better variety onto that apple tree.
0: All right. Well, we'll stay tuned. Well... In our most recent episode with Amy Pravicek, Territory Manager for Zoetis, we talked a lot about cows to the point where you thought you needed to have a cow.
1: How is that one going? That one's not happening. (laughs) If I come home with a cow, my wife's going to have a cow. (laughs) I'll be the one put out to pasture.
0: Oh, Oh, no. Well... It seems like in half our episodes, you're dreaming of getting a horse. How about that?
1: Yes. Yes, I do dream. But alas, like King Richard Third, my last words, well, just for this season, a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse.
0: <laughs> well, it has been a fantastic season, too. It never ceases to amaze me just how many amazing women there are doing incredible work in South Dakota. So a big thanks to every single one of our guests for inspiring us, sharing their stories with us, and showing us just how many amazing job opportunities there are in agriculture in South Dakota. Of course, a big thanks to all of our listeners as well. And don't worry, we'll be back with season three in the near future. So stay tuned. In the meantime, this is the perfect opportunity to go back and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Of course, remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for updates on how Chris's New Year's resolution continues to progress. And until next time, all the best.